Gregory bravely sacrificed himself to become the ship's rudder. <laughs> I think that's false. Oh, uh, Master Splinter's super totes mad. What? Yes! Yeah. yeah! Two broomsticks at the same time. Expecto Patronum! You'll never amount to anything! Completely false. If it was Andy's girthy candy, there's no way they'd ever change that So, name. so, wait, is it goblins? Did I get it wrong? Oh, this one is true! I am chocolate. <laughs> and the theme of today's podcast is... Wait, are we still in the intro? Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Allegedly Podcast, where me and my co-host get a mystery topic coupled with some mystery facts, and it's our job to figure out which facts are real and which facts are fake. My name is Alex, and with us always is Joe! Ooh, yeah! I... At some... <laughs> whoa, whoa. I, I, I came in, I'm sorry. It's the coffee. It's talking. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> Like yours, yours just sounded far more sexual. I know. Was, I, I I don't know. I was like, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Can I try that again? I didn't know we were. Uh, is that better? Yeah, yeah. No, do it slower. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't be confused. Oh, sorry. I took the sig. I took the signals weird. Welcome to Allegedly After Dark. We are officially in Allegedly After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The red line allegedly over here. <laughs> Dude. We're recording directly from the red light district. We are healthy now, too. We can record from red light, red light district. COVID free, you know. You're back in <laughs> Seattle. No COVID. No, co- no COVID in Seattle. Never touched it. <laughs> Nope, you're clean. <laughs> well, we uh, we're healthy. We got the full on healthy episode. We're bringing back the full energy, allegedly experience. Back from break and ready for more. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one, this one might gain new viewers, but at what cost? Yeah, you got some ASMR like. Mm. <laughs> is it just me or like i feel we've done this bit before uh i think we did it once for the uh the nerd brew where we're like oh well, it doesn't count mm. <laughs> so today's podcast topic is unlikely friends apparently <laughs> like arizona we're, outdoor movie theaters yeah <laughs> seattle outdoor movie theaters like Holy shit. So she has a picture of a bear hugging a lion. Oh, I really. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Oh my. The tiger is probably wedged in between them. A little weird sandwich. <laughs> the tiger is the meat in the sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing this picture. I don't know if it's superimposed. Could be fake, but I kind of want to be in the middle of that. Like, it just looks like a fuzzy. Just for a second. It's a fuzzy, right? warm, happy. Like, yeah, if these were like Disney yeah. animals, like, if that's Simba and that's Baloo, like, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Let's all hug and hang out. Mm-hmm. Let's all be friends. In real life, it smells. Oh horrible. yeah. Well, they both just got done rolling in poop, so yeah, yeah it smells like ass. All right, <clears throat> let's see what this unlikely friendship podcast topic brings us with fact number one. Benjamin Franklin was good friends with a par fuck parliamentarian. In the British House of Commons, who voted against against American independence? 
Hmm. Yeah, I, I could so. see that. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, wait. I think he had. I think he had friends everywhere. Okay, wait. Where was Ben Franklin born? He was born. Was he born in Britain? Was he? No, I think he was born in America. But he was also like he became like an ambassador. Yeah. So he spent a lot of time in Britain, right? And France. Yeah, and he had to work with them. Yeah. Okay, so it's either this. It's either he is good friends with somebody, right? And mm-hmm. and they stayed good friends even during the revolution. You know what I mean? Or right. he fucking hated everybody and everybody hated him. Like he rolled up, he's I like, fuck a, you bitches. I have a feeling I do like I do know that like um it was more like uh Adams that was more I think he was the I think he honestly was the British uh ambassador for America. Really quick, I feel John Adams. I feel really compare, compelled to say this. I just got a text from the writer, and I just noticed this. But that picture mm. that has the two bear, the bear and the lion, doesn't sound like it yeah. is superimposed. And they do have a tiger friend that lives with them. <gasps> no, what? So they they all hang out, lions and tigers and bears. Well, holy shit! Roll- We're out. Oh wow! Can't talk. Wow! About and then Owen Wilson hangs out with them, and like. <laughs> He plays with the tigers. Look, they're hugging. Oh, that's so cool. Never points out my busted nose. <laughs> I really appreciate that. No, because they all got funny noses. We're all weird nose people <laughs> here. <laughs> we all got weird noses here. <laughs> all right, I thought... It's, it's, it's me and Adrian Brady. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I don't know who else has a weird nose. Me, Adrian Bodie, and some other actor, Stallone, all hanging out. We're in this it's, pile together. We live in apartments. Know. It's Jennifer Anderson before the surgery. <laughs> and we're all just making pancakes and watching movies together. Oh. <laughs> Jennifer wanted to be the meat in the sandwich. I was like, let's not get weird. Let's, let's just put Adrian there. Yeah. Let's let's keep this PG. All right. There's a lot of testosterone around here. Let's uh, calm it down. <laughs> All right. I thought. Sorry, I derailed. I thought I'd just share that because I thought that was very relevant to the conversation. Because a fucking tiger lives with them. God damn. It's probably and it's probably on some fucking like reserve in texas and it's probably all shady and Ill. yeah probably they force them to live together and they are constantly yeah fighting or something. <laughs> they're not hugging they're that's a they're about to yeah wrestle. it's a dominance thing yeah um okay so <clears throat> ben franklin good friends do you think he's got a picture of him in a him in a british parliamentarian i bet that british parliamentarian had good resources to all the port yeah oh so, yeah he's yeah as we have well established, everybody at yeah. that time was an alcoholic. Everybody. So yeah, if he, if he had, uh, if they were drinking buddies, I can see it. <laughs> He's like, look, Ben, I know you fucking hate us, but I, I fucking love you. You know, what? hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. I fucking respect you, dude. I respect you too, man. No, hey, <laughs> hey, fuck you, fuck you, dude. I fucking respect look. you. Look. All right, it's pretty, I'm just gonna get real. It's pretty fucked up. I get it. I get it. Like you're fucking loyal to the soil. <laughs> I fucking get it. We're trying to do our own thing. We're trying to do our own thing, and you're like, I can't leave my bro. Well, fuck it. Listen, my guy. All right, you dumped out a bunch of our tea. Okay, 
You just put it right in the fucking bay. And then you just fucking sail away. That's not cool. I get it. I respect you. But it's not cool. <laughs> Are we like best friends? <laughs> do you want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude. That fucking Ben Franklin. I, I do think. Yeah, you know what? Now I'm more thinking about it. I, I He had to have a buddy. At least one buddy. He was mm-hmm. quick-witted, and he seemed like he was pretty funny and good at parties, and he drank a shitload. So, he, yeah, I think he, he was friends with, with somebody. Like, at least one person. Yeah, they're like, hey, do you want to own black people? He's like, I fucking love owning black people. God, and they just, like, jump high-five. They're like, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, but see, then the poli- parliamentarian is not going to vote against the king. Like, fucking let's get real here. The king's like, King George is like, hey... Fuck those colonials. And he's like, yeah, fuck those guys. Uh, hey, Ben, are we still on to go I to the fucking bar after this? Yeah? All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're cool. cool. We're cool. We're cool. Okay. Hey. No, I get it. You just got to talk. You got to talk tough in front of your boss. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we should go to war with them. Slaughter the women and children. All right. All right, cool. Hey, Ben, get your coat. Quick. We, we got to bounce out of here. I already reserved a table. Oh, sweet. Hey, hey, order me some fries if you get there before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want some poppers? You want some olive yeah, give poppers? me some poppers, dude. Get get a seat okay. by the fucking the, the get the get the seat by the Cleveland game, dude. I, I fucking they only they only ever show the Seahawks. I want the ones by the Browns. <laughs> I, what a, what a weird choice. Okay, yeah, well, all right, yeah, fine, fuck it. I guess he's Philadelphia. Fuck. Uh, get get the one by the Eagles. Right. Get the Eagles game. Sorry. All right, Not Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my history. I'm gonna be real. I haven't fallen since Michael Vick. <laughs> weird choice. Weird choice. Hit me. It was a foul. Weird flex. Weird flex. Cool. <laughs> let me let me let me find my Oakleys and I'll bounce out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um. <clears throat> so, okay. Let's just let's just say fuck it. Yeah. Let's say he had a buddy. Yeah. I mean, the joke the joke sits. The joke rests, Your Honor. If it makes us laugh enough, <laughs> I think it's. True. I think it is too. The laws of allegedly that constantly flux. all right let's go true that benjamin franklin was good friends with a parliamentarian in the british commons or house of commons who voted against american independence three two one bam it is true and wait think about this dude it's like having a best friend that like wants to move away you know it's like we don't want to be a part of this country it's like ben bro dude we're like neighbors like we had such good times together you know like why do you want to leave this but like Oh my god, you play your music so loud. <laughs> the music. Uh, like, oh god. That I've heard nonstop the third symphony for like three days. Sorry, I had it in my ear. Earbug. <laughs> my god. And all your friends in their matching red jackets. It's so fucking tacky. Yeah. <laughs> Look, at least change it up. Maybe get some blue and gray in there, intermixed, you know? God, God damn. <laughs> like, fuck it, you have to admit it. Yankee Doodle Dandy's a fucking jam. Dude. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, that's my jam. Dun, 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 dun. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> fucking called it macaroni, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so this is the explanation. Well, they were good friends until they weren't. So plus one if you knew they had a bitter falling out. So I guess they did have a bitter falling out. Sad day. 
William Strahan was a Scottish writer and publisher sympathetic to the American revolutionaries in his younger years, and Franklin would frequently publish his works in the Pennsylvanian Gazette. But over time, Strahan evolved into a crusty old politician and sold out his friend for power. Once writing in 1775, I am entirely for co coercive methods with which or uh, methods with these obstinate madmen and then voted to have his good friend legally declared a rebel damn fucking ouch this prompted franklin to write strahan a letter with a sign off that's best read in the voice of any of the expendables all right can okay oh, which expendable give me one Dolph lundgren Dolph lundgren that's the best I got. That's the best I got. He's like, all right, all right, Terry Crews. I can't do a Crews. I'm so bad at Terry Crews. All right, all right, all right, fine. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go get a chick that can, like, sit next to me while I tattoo you for 15 minutes. My brother. Make sure make sure that you're wearing hey, my an unbuttoned vest over your unbuttoned All right, shirt. here we go. It was like, you and I were long friends, brother. <laughs> and now you are my enemy. And I dot am dot yours, Ben Franklin. <laughs> ben Franklin, brother. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> so he says, you and I were long friends. You are now my enemy. And I am yours, Ben Franklin. It's like I am, comma, yours, period, Ben Franklin. Damn. Wikipedia says he never sent it, and the two eventually made up, which kind of sucks. I mean, it's it's easy to make up. Does it? It, it, it? It's easy though. It's like this. It's like it's like you and I have a fight. I take the shitty position, right? I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 you're gonna lose. You suck. I hate you. And you're like, no, nah, dude, I'm gonna win. And then you win, and then you come back to me, and you're like, look, man, I won. And I'm like, eh, I know. And then we make up. Like, right. if it was the other way. Like, I, I don't think it would have won if the United States lost, and they'd be like, you're still a rebel piece of shit. I'm going to hang you. Ben Franklin's like, no, yeah. I get it. Uh, so I preferred the quotable one-liner promise to remain bitter foes through many sequels ending, but I suppose the rich white dudes stick together in the end is probably more realistic. Yeah. That's so right. Scottish, dude. Don't a Scottish writer, doesn't he fucking hate the crown? Did, well, Scotland. I mean, you can learn to love anything with fucking enough money. I am a tiley coercive <laughs> methods. I can't. I can't do a Scottish with that many fucking big words in it. <laughs> <laughs> coercive. <laughs> Coercive methods with these obstinate <laughs> madmen. Uh, I can't hate a guy that clearly had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I tried. Look, at the end of the day, I went for it. All for the laughs. <clears throat> well, we got it right. Fuck it. We did it. Uh, Fact number two? I say we go five for five this it. one. That, pff, getting the first one's Ooh. always a fucking good start. Here we go. Fact number two. The only feuds between Andre the Giant and Macho Man Randy Savage were in the ring, as the two were really good friends in real life. Yeah. Wait, Macho Man never fought Andre the Giant, did he? That's Hulk Hogan, man. Yeah. Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant were bitter rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking false. Yeah, this is false. 
Dude, watch. I watch, they did fight in they, the ring, and they also hate each other in real life, just shattering like, us. Yeah. It's, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't Macho Man Randy Savage like WWF, and then Hulk Hogan was WCW? Yeah, and I think they merged. Right? I think so. Mm. I think it's mm. the same time with, like, The Ultimate Warrior. I think it wasn't one a little bit more uh, showboaty, and the other one was a little bit more aggressive. I thought Hogan's was a little bit more aggressive. And right. Randy Savage was a little bit more like flair, like Ultimate Warrior. I thought came with uh, Macho Man and uh, Honky Tonk Man, and shit like that. I could be wrong though. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I mean, my wrestling history is limited. So. Ooh, brother, you're way too tall to be a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take you down a couple pegs because I don't like you in the ring and in real life. That's right. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> I'm on the brute squad. <laughs> but I am the brute squad. I love Andre the Giant. No, I from everything I've heard too, Andre the Giant was like fucking super like easygoing and nice dude. There's so, yeah, cuz there's something about just being that big. What are you going to flex? <laughs> Just knowing you can destroy everybody. Yeah, what, it's really calming. No, what are you going to flex on, right? Like, like <laughs> sorry, you were born a, to be a fucking gladiator. Like, you know? Like, what, what are you going to do? You didn't have to work at this. You know? So. Right. Um, yeah, no, like, I don't. I know, like, him and Hulk Hogan hung out. I don't I don't remember hearing about R- Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, the only way this would so be I think, I think it's <clears throat> false is if they didn't interact. Right. I don't think. I don't really think they did, unless, but I could be way Unless wrong. Macho Man's a fucking asshole in real life. Could be. You never know. He, you never know what's going on behind them glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he talks some shit about the Slim Jim. I mean, he was a real dick to Spider-Man. He was. So. I mean, Spider-Man did make fun of his outfit. True. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of a low blow, you know? That's like that's like a personal insult in the wrestling world because the outfit's like half the right? gig, you know. Dude, and I mean, said the guy dressed as a spider. He's man spider, dude. It's a terrible. <laughs> name. Oh, that name sucks. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, you want to just go false? You want to take a shot? I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking a shot. Ooh, there it is. Randy Savage in the ring taking his shot. Let's see how this works. Let's fucking figure this out. All right. Then we're going to go false. The only feud between the feuds between Andre the Giant and Macho Man Randy Savage were in the ring as the two were real uh, close friends in real life. Three, two, one. Bam. It is false. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Wait, wait, wait. So this could be false because they never did anything. It could also be false because I, I see a picture right now of Andre the Giant and Randy Savage wrestling. So maybe they fucking oh, nice. hated each other in real life. <laughs> Oh, All right, here we go. Dubbed the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant apparently detested Macho Man Randy Savage inside and out. Why? Because Andre hated body oil, and no one used more body oil. <laughs> <laughs> I hate coconut. <laughs> Ooh, just got it in between my pecs. You gotta, you gotta lather it in, you know, you... Spread it around. Makes the muscles <laughs> pop. <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's, so, it's so slippery. I can't hold it. <laughs> that 
that's one of Macho Man's signature moves, is to slip in and out of his opponents and then wear them down. I'm used to fighting, like, five, six dry guys. <laughs> Not one oily man. <laughs> yeah, Macho Man's on his back. He's like, let's change the tag. He's like, do tell. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> well, he's like slipping in and out of his grass. Okay. <laughs> I'm like a snake. <laughs> okay, so it says, <clears throat> this is a quote from Andre's biographer. Even Randy's brother, Lonnie, tried to tell Randy, why not skip the baby oil when you're wrestling, Andre, uh, wrestling Andre, and Randy said he didn't want to make any exceptions. So, like, even people were like, dude, Andre the Giant's cool. Why don't you fucking just not put the baby oil on when you fight him? And he's like, fuck that, brother. My artistic integrity knows no bounds. I make no exceptions inside or outside the ring. Do you know how many babies I had to squeeze to get all his oil? <laughs> Can't let it go to waste. I have a date after this that might go well if I put less body oil on, but I'm still making no exceptions. I like to slide right off of leather couches. <laughs> Makes the leather pants come off more quickly. <laughs> so it says here, Randy's brother Lonnie confirmed, or Lanny, it's probably Lonnie, confirmed the real-life rivalry, stating Andre hated baby oil, but Randy wouldn't stop wearing it. And he stubbornly said, Andre's gimmick is being a giant, and mine is baby oil. He never backed down from Andre, and they never got along because of it. Andre <laughs> Andre had been a professional wrestler since the 70s, and in 1993 became the first inductee ever to the WWE Hall of Fame, sadly two months after his death. The Macho Man was con uh, controversially absent from the Hall of Fame until 2015, four years after his death. Damn. See, because Andre the Giant was just some fucking peaceful, gigantic human that everybody loved. <laughs> Randy Savage, dude. Randy said he was, dude, he, was, he didn't change for no one. <laughs> dude, you know what? There's some integrity there. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, to, to go so far as to call baby oil your gimmick <laughs> like that's that's dedication it's like okay 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 let's break this down everybody needs a thing andre the giant you're like the tallest human on earth okay there's your gimmick uh hulk hogan uh sunglasses handlebar mustache and uh a t-shirt you rip off okay cool you got some flair sweet that's your gimmick randy savage what do you got <laughs> i got <laughs> why don't you take a wild guess <laughs> Well, I can, uh, I see that you're wearing pretty much identical outfits and doing the same thing that Hulk Hogan is. You got the bandana, the glasses, you rip your shirt. I'm getting a distinct smell coming off you, though, and I'm not sure what's different mm. here. <laughs> Why don't you ask my shiny pecs? <laughs> Are you wet right now? Are you sweating? Soaking. <laughs> Hold on, let me slide into the <laughs> ring real quick. <laughs> he goes full he goes Pen full Burt Reynolds. Like, I like to let it get in my boots. <laughs> he just from the fucking start to like the ring, he just penguin slides straight to the ring. He's like, 
People people expect a certain amount of baby oil when they get the Macho Man. They sit in the splash zone. Get that baby oil coming off. <laughs> people of them. people bring ponchos. Yeah, dude. Like you know what? Show. We make fun of them, but per our fucking Romans episode where they scraped the olive oil off of them, it seems pretty apropos mm. to have that much baby oil on you. You know what? Here's the thing, though. Like, if you want to be realistic about this, like, if we if we want to be like complete, Andre the Giant probably had a good reason because a lot since it's all fake, it has to all be choreographed, right? And, and in order right. for choreography to go well, you can't fucking slip out of somebody's grip. <laughs> like, Andre the Giant's like, dude, if I pick you up above my head, that's over fifteen fucking feet in the air. It's a risk I'm yeah. willing to take for my If art. I slip and you fall on your fucking neck, you're dead! <laughs> then I'm gonna slide into heaven, brother. Oh, yeah. Just let me wear my cowboy hat at my funeral. That's my own. Put the baby oil in the casket with me. <laughs> oh, shit. We're only on fucking number two, Joe. We better, we gotta step it up, man. I'm getting lightheaded. I laughed too hard at that. <laughs> All right, dude. Are you ready for number three? I'm lathered and ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get deep enough for Andre, dude. It's just way Nobody too can. humanly undeep. Hey, hey, Joe here from Allegedly. Real quick, I want to tell you about this week's sponsor, Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for your iOS or Android that picks up the most trending articles from the topics that are most important to you, and here's the trick, reads them to you in a natural human voice. From the Batman to Bitcoin, Kiev to the Kardashians, follow any topic your heart desires, and while you're there, go ahead and check out their featured podcasts from over 50 countries, like say, I don't know, allegedly. I've been using it for over a week now, and I'm loving the convenience of having my news and podcasts all in one place. So come and join me by clicking the link in the description and downloading Newsly for free. As an added bonus, go ahead and use the promo code Allegedly and receive one month of their premium subscription for free. Stop scrolling and start listening. Okay, back to the show. All right, <clears throat> fact number three. Mark Twain and Helen Keller became close friends after a chance <laughs> dinner at the house of another author. I mean, sure? Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Okay, wait. Let's back up real quick. Let's back up. Sure. Sorry. I'm so sorry. We don't actually do this, but I just got a text and again, and I have to back it up. I'm not checking my text from the writer. So the reason why, and, and writer, correct me if I'm wrong, the reason why Andre hated it so much is because he was it, uh, it was hard for him to get back to the hotel and shower it off, the baby oil, right, before he, <laughs> before he hit the bars, right? Because get this, Andre the Giant was too big for the fucking showers! <laughs> so the main reason why he hated it is it get it all over him and fucking he's like fuck i want to go and pick up a lady but nobody's gonna want to bang a dude that's covered in fucking baby oil <laughs> so i i just wanted to share that we can get back to fact number three that's amazing yeah. well there you go <clears throat> god damn it so, fact uh, number three. Mark Twain and Helen Keller became close friends after a chance dinner party at the house of another author. 
Okay, okay, okay. You're going to fucking fillet me. I know that for some reason I'm drawing a blank. Helen Keller. Who is that? Blind Deaf. Okay, but like, what did she do? What did, what did she write? Or it's just Nothing. she was just a person that existed that was blind and deaf. She learned to communicate. It's the water uh, or the um, the miracle worker or whatever it is. Like, taught her how to sign um, and communicate. She was born blind and deaf. So that that's what it was. It was... And then... Yeah, and then she would communicate, and like, and then other people would write down her what she communicated. That's fucking cool, actually. So she she primarily existed off of feelings, just touch, yeah. touch and smell, and taste. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, wow, that is bananas. So Mark Twain and Helen Keller became close friends. I don't know, dude. If if other people are communicating for her, Mark Twain became friends with her communicator. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't like, I mean, Helen Keller at a part that would be like, God, you'd have to communicate what everybody says. Why? That would be wild. And you wouldn't like, man, that'd be wild. I mean, it's not like it couldn't happen. Did these but... two exist in the <clears throat> same time frame? Mark Twain, I thought was like I early think... 1900s, <clears throat> right? Like late 1800s, early 1900s. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was around during like the Civil War or after, right after the Civil oh, War. Oh, so then he was so. A mid 1800s to late 1800s. Yeah, and then Helen Keller. I think it's around the same time, and it was like it was a big deal because like the family was aff- kind of affluent, and they just kind of had the like no one knew what to do with her. Like she was like this wild, like feral kid, and this lady, like literally took her like years, but allowed her to finally communicate and get all the saying like that. And so it was like his big step in. Um, sign language, but also like um, like for disabled kids, it was like nobody knew what to do with this kid. So it was a big step in like dis- disability education. That's huge. So yeah, um, so I can like she went on like like book tours. I think well because the communicator wrote the book. Was it? I think it's called Miracle Worker wow. or Miracle whatever. So like they went like on tours to like. She was like an attraction, basically. But I don't know if, like, like I can see that, like, the commu- like the teacher and Mark Twain became friends. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like. I mean, I just like don't know how. Like maybe, maybe they would chit chat. But I think Mark, like, I don't understand how you would get Mark Twain's humor from signing, <laughs> from merely <laughs> signing it with no sight. Mm. Like everything you would say, like they like, I bet you'd take really literally. <laughs> I think Mark Twain though had a really good sense of like he was just an easygoing author, from what I understand. Like, right. like <clears throat> I think somebody did an interview with him, and it was like they were talking about how accomplished author he was, you know, everything that he worked mm-hmm. on, everything that he worked for, changing the landscape, like the written word landscape, everything. And in his old age, like, what does he look forward to now? Being so accomplished, and everybody just loves him. Like, what what is something he looks forward to? I guess he stopped and thought, and he's like, you know what? I look forward to a really good BM. Like, nice. that that was, like, a quote of his. Like, he every time he has a good mm-hmm. shit is, like, a good day. Right? Like, so he, he knows how to just I be. think it'd be funnier if they became enemies, though. <laughs> Dude, well, he's just, <laughs> they're just bitter. Like, they, they hate each other. I'm gonna say true. Just hate. I'm gonna say true. I want this to be true, so bad. Okay. Well, let's wait. You want them to be enemies? Kind of. Like, okay. Well, whose side would you be on? 
Oh, I'm oh, I'm I'm Switzerland in this. No, you can't want them to be enemies and then fucking declare you don't take a side. I think it'd be fucking hilarious <laughs> if Mark Tw- if Mark Twain hated Helen Keller. You think it's funnier than fucking uh, Randy <laughs> Savage and in fucking. Yeah, Andre the Giant. Like I don't know what his I don't know what his angle would be. I'm like, how could you hate someone like that? And he's like, fuck that. He's like, I say, you know, I can do without the the talking or the listening. (laughs) It's all the goddamn baby oil she wears. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wash it. I can't. I sit on a couch and it gets on to me. <clears throat> we don't have showers Rip- yet. <laughs> uh, um, honestly, I think it's true, but I just, I just really think it's funny. Let's say false then. <laughs> no, no, I think, I think no it's for true. funny comedic value, we're saying false. All right, if it turns out to be fucking true, a goddamn. All, all right, right, fine. Let's go true. Fine. Oh. No, we're fucking bitter rivals now. <laughs> the unlikely <Yeah>. friendship. <laughs> I fucking put on so much goddamn baby oil. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I did too, thinking that's how I thought our friendship was known for the baby oh, oil. Oh, Sainzies. I slip right out of my chair, like, right after every podcast. <laughs> All right, wait. I'm recording on the ground. <laughs> I slither around like a snake everywhere I go. Uh, okay. So wait, what what are we doing then? Are we going true? Uh, you want to go true? I'm good yeah, with true. I would imagine. I I just, I mean, I logistically can't think of how someone could hate Helen Keller. Yeah, the only way this is false is that they like, never met. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so like, you I'm, know, it's probably I I can imagine they did meet though, because like Mark Twain was Mark Twain, and I mean Helen Keller like went on like world tours. Yeah. So <clears throat> all right, let's go. Let's go true. Uh, that Mark Twain and Helen Keller became close friends after a chance dinner party at the house of an- another author. Three, two, one, bam! It is true! Oh, and they <laughs> have a picture together. They're, like, dancing. See? Okay. They. F- oh, wow. So this was actually... They first met when she was 14. Uh-oh. And okay. Twain was blown away by how seamlessly she could participate in the dinner conversation without three of her senses. Three. Whoa. What's the third? Sight, sound. What else did she not have? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine she still had smell and taste. Hold on. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. I, I see. Uh, the author just texted me. Talking. So she couldn't, she oh, couldn't talk. Right. Either. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, get, right. I get it. I get it. I get it. But, so it's not. Yeah. yeah. She just texted me. Not a sense. But it, 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 it translates. It translates. See what I did there? So, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah. okay. So, yeah. She couldn't. She couldn't see hear or talk right but she could still participate in the conversation uh in letters he describes her as unusually quick and bright and if you are te- if and if you are teasing or joking with her she is almost certain to send back as good as she gets and almost certainly with an improvement added he notes that when she he met her at 14 she was the whitest soul on earth because all the sorrows of the world were unknown to her the words death or grave weren't even in her vocabulary. But as an adult, I'm sure she has lost that great, uh, gracious world and now inhabits the one we all know and deplore. 
He also said Helen Keller was the eighth wonder of the world because he obviously didn't know about Andre the Giant yet. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I like it. Fun fact. It was actually Alexander Graham Bell who paired Helen Keller up with her amazing tutor, Anne Sullivan, who Twain described as the ninth wonder of the world because I guess he was running low on the analogies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, well, fucking, yeah, they were friends. I I just could not see Mark Twain being like, fuck that bitch. (laughs) Right, yeah, like, I just thought it would be funny if he was. Yeah, he's just like... He's just like he's like. Here's the thing: I can do without the la- without the talking, without the seeing or, or hearing. But it's every time I say a joke, she doesn't laugh at it. She's just a fucking right. bitch. <laughs> Not a humorous bone in her body. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> All right. Well, he they're friends. Dude, we're three for three right now. Dude, we're doing all right. Let's jump to fact number four. See what what other shenanigans we have here. <clears throat> fact number four. Colonel Sanders and J. Edgar Hoover were friends and correspondents who went to each other's birthday parties. Wait, Colonel... Did you say Colonel, Colonel Sanders? Sanders? I didn't even know Colonel Sanders was a real person. Yes, he was not a very... He was not a real colonel, but he was a real person. So did they call him Colonel Sanders? Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. He was a weird guy. I want to make General Alex, you know, General Alex's sandwiches. And you'll call me General Alex from now on. It's yours. <laughs> Done. General Knight, Sir General Alex, please. Whoa. I am, an, right. I am a knight by sea land. <laughs> Gen- General Alex OBE. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor. Sir General Alex. <laughs> the, the second. S- OB the second. Thank you. Some <laughs> respect, please. <laughs> I didn't y- spend sorry. a year and a half at college and get an online certificate to be referred to just as fucking General Alex. <laughs> that General Alex is my <laughs> Just call just call me Dr. Sir General Alex Jr. the second. <laughs> third junior oh god <clears throat> okay well what would you i don't i don't know i have like nothing to back these up i don't know really anything about hoover or sanders like why would why would colonel sanders and j edgar hoover be friends because colonel sanders probably don't they both like to cross dress did j edgar hoover like to cause cross dress oh yeah like how aggressive are we talking about like uh like uh like full like um like lingerie I mean, is that considered cross-dressing? It it was when he did it. <laughs> in the t- well, like when in the time frame that he did it in. Um, it was also kind of ironic. He was against gays. Oh, and but then it turned out he he lo- like loved himself some some uh, some so cross-dressing. Basically, Carrie Lake. Yes, she's just she hates them all until she needs somebody to go to her kid's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, so he hated he hated cross dressing drag queens, probably all that, and then he fucking was one. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a big part of like uh, in like the Hollywood blacklist area of like they didn't just go after commies; they went after you know gay people in entertainment, which you know <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, it's like half of the fucking industry. Right. 
Yeah, let's be real. There's no theater without them. Holy shit. Well, this is this is I think a 50/50 split. I have no idea. I I don't know like why would they be friends? Uh, the o- the like, only reason I can I don't understand how their paths cross is donations. Uh, Colonel Sanders may have given right. to him as like a big But was he even wealthy at the time? He became Yeah, he became really wealthy. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe they both hated black people? I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. What 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 is the Joe sense? What what's oh. what's what's tingling on the Joe senses? It's so random. But you know what? You know, what? I think it's time for a coin flip. Oh, shit. All right, let me see if I got one. All right, here All we right. go. You ready? What do you call it? Uh, let's say he- heads is true. All right, ready? Ding. Yeah. And... Oh, that's a good flip. Oh, 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 it's... Uh, I dropped oh. it. It's oh, gone. It's gone. It's it's all this goddamn baby oil. So this is the first time this it's has ever happened. It's the first time it's ever happened. I couldn't hold on to it. It slipped right out. God I told you to stop wearing baby oil. You look, I'm going to make no exceptions no matter what podcast I'm on. Okay? Ugh. All right? I do the nerd brew in baby oil. I go to do this in baby oil. And then I put more baby oil on afterward, okay? I live, Let me live my life. All right? God, like, I want to oh, I wanna hit you so much, but your artistic integrity <laughs> is uncomparable. I got to respect the move. <laughs> I think the hardest part about me wearing so much baby oil is the fact that you can't wash it off in time to go to the bars you know yeah it's it's i mean i would imagine i would imagine (laughs) i think the weirdest part about it is that i get baby oil on me via skype it's very odd i didn't know like you have defied the laws of physics with your baby baby oil oil, my friend All right, let's go. Uh, let's go, fucking let's true. Go. Let's go. Oh, let's go true. You want to do true? Yeah, they, sure. They, they were it. buddies. Fuck it, Colonel Colonel Sanders, <laughs> Hoover. You know, makes sense. Fuck it, whatever. If they didn't like each other, they fucking hated each other, and that will be a funny again. Movie. Why would they hate each other? What paths crossed? We're here? going to figure that out right now. I am so excited for this because if it, if it's got some elaborate backstory, like 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 fucking Hoover tried Sanders's chicken and was like this tastes like shit, and Colonel Sanders is like fuck you, man, you make some chicken then, and then they just forever hated each other. Fucking Colonel Sanders was a spy for him. <laughs> he went over enemy lines. He was, he was dropped in to cook chicken for the enemy. <laughs> That's how he became a colonel in the first place. <laughs> It was just fucking Sanders chicken until he did things for the army. <laughs> he became a colonel in the FBI. Yeah. He, he's been, he's deep fried undercover. <laughs> <laughs> FBI New Orleans. <laughs> deep fried undercover. <laughs> then it's got the wow. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's just clips of them like dunking chicken you know like throwing on hair nets and glasses and shit (laughs) using a pen to like pick up like a eaten chicken bone i said i said i said we put the cuffs on them tighter than a crawdad's claws (laughs) 
<laughs> and then you put on your fucking glasses and it's like, yeah! <laughs> Someone get J. Edgar on the phone. <laughs> Tell him we got that some bitch. <laughs> fucking a dude well (laughs) i do declare this appears to be true so let's (laughs) let's get to whether or not uh i don't know i was going somewhere let's figure this out (laughs) you know what let's just all right we're gonna go true that Colonel Sanders and Jagger Hoover were friends and correspondents who went to each other's birthday parties. Three, two, one, bam! Oh, it's false. All no. right, here we go. But not for lack of trying on the part of the fried chicken guy who wrote. <laughs> oh shit! This is so good. Who wrote many letters to the former head of the FBI, complimenting his work, asking for autographs, and practically begging him to hand uh, hang out with them. Colonel Sanders' final letter to the notorious P.I.G. reads, Dear... Wait. Oh, I gotta do this right. <clears throat> Actually, if I send it to you, Joe, can you do it? All right, sure. I'm gonna send it. I can try. I'm gonna share the screen. Alright, okay. I, I highlight it. Here. That We haven't done this before. You, you gotta read it. Ready? Can you see it? <clears throat> a, a dear Mr. Hoover. No, it's not right. <clears throat> dear Mr. No, you'll get it. Hoover. Wait. It's not very often that people of our age can get together and celebrate. But I found a good excuse. On September 16th, I'm going to be 80 years old. To help help me enjoy the day, I'd like to have you and a group of us old folk come on down to Louisville as my guests. I do... Believe that us folk can show those young people what celebrations is all about. I, of course, will arrange for all transportation and hotel reservations. Just call my secretary, Wanda Bonner, and tell her when you will be in town. Hoping to hear from you all soon. I remain Colonel Harland Sanders. Fucking Thank brilliant. You. Thank you. Oh, my. Thank you. Could not have said it better myself. <laughs> better myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he fucking, he wanted to fucking suck off Hoover, dude. He, he was all about that Hoover. All right. Man. So it says here, but his love went unrequited, requited, only earning him a heavily redacted FBI file on his stalker ass that includes the important disclaimer, <laughs> Colonel Harlan F. Sanders has not been the subject of an FBI investigation, followed by two paragraphs of completely redacted text. My apologies, as I didn't have time to explore whether or not Wanda Bonner was a real person or just a ham-fisted euphemism. That's so <laughs> fucking, and Joe with his fucking Sanders. That that was brilliant. I oh. just, I, I might have to clip that. That was fucking brilliant. I'm going mm. to clip it. I really bought my Uber. You did, dear <laughs> Mister Uber. <laughs> oh I don't know man, kept a straight face to that whole thing. I love that. Like, like, I love that J. Edgar Hoover was weirded out by him. 
He's like, start a file on this fucking maniac. This guy thinks he's a colonel. Yeah, start a file. I suspect stolen valor. Please, uh... <laughs> Please uh, start looking into this, Mr. Colonel Harlan Jim- Sanders. Jimmy Hoffa and Colonel Sanders both had FBI <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, man. What if, like, what if Hoover, like, started this file, right? And he's going through it. And he's like, all right, put it on a warrant for Mr. Sanders. We have to bring him in. He's he's masquerading as a colonel. And, and then he gets a call from the president, <laughs> right? The president is just like... Don't stop looking into this. Redact everything you have. <laughs> That's what I was like. Why is his file highly redacted? I know. Mr. Sanders was a part of a top secret organization, an experimental group of people. <laughs> Most people think Jimmy Hoffa was poured into concrete. He was actually deep fried. <laughs> He was the greatest wiper the United States ever, or sweeper the United States ever had. He cleaned up problems for presidents, kings, oligarchs, you name it. He could do anything. All he wanted to do was settle down and fry chicken. We can't let, we can't let the 12 secret herbs and spices out to the world. <laughs> People would riot. And then, like, yeah, and then Hoover is just like, no, Mr. President, look, we have a lot of, like, reasons to go get this guy. And he's like... Listen, Mr. Hoover, if he wanted you at his party, you would be at his party. Just be thankful <laughs> he's only sending letters right now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what got me? You as you're told, Jay, is that, if that is your real <laughs> name. The one part that got me is, but I found a good, how would you say it? Ex- excuse? Excuse yeah, I can't yeah, celebrate. But I found good excuse or some shit. Like however your <laughs> your your fucking Sanders and dude that fucking killed me. God damn it! <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well we got it false, but it was it was super worth it. That was fucking great. Whoo! All right, let's go on to fact number five. A black woman and civil rights activist from North Carolina befriended a transform and transformed an ex. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start over. A black woman and civil rights activist from North Carolina befriended and transformed an exalted cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan while being forced to work with him on school integration. Note. This one is going to come down to whether or not you think Exalted Cyclops is a real KKK title or something I made up. Uh, one, it's 100% real. And two, uh, it was portrayed by Sam Rockwell in a movie. Look, we gotta just make a rule. We can't ever present <coughs> facts that maybe we're in a movie. Because <laughs> Joe's gonna fucking nail I've probably, it. <laughs> I've probably seen it. <laughs> I think it was, was it... Was it Viola Davis? It might be Viola Davis, um, but I could be getting that wrong. I can't remember. I, uh, and Sam Rockwell. Um, it's not if it's not American History X. I don't know what it is. <laughs> this sounds like sounds like that. So so what? Um, but yeah, no, they were all like <laughs> uh, there were Cyclopses and uh, all sorts I know those of wizards. Obviously, there was grand or yeah, dragons. grand dragons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there was chuds and all sorts of stuff. God, the fucking KKK are just a bunch of fucking incels. <laughs> like that, that god yeah, damn it. Yeah, 
They're just like, nobody wanted to play D&D with us. Look, guys, if you're not going to throw some dice and kill some dragons, I'm going to become a dragon and, uh, uh, white power! That's, that's how- Stop laughing! <laughs> Stop it! This is my hood that I'm going to wear! Fucking- <laughs> Dana Gould has a, a wonderful bit on this. <laughs> like, he's like, we're going to go out there- and there are going to be wizards and dragons. And we're going to dress up as scary ghosts. <laughs> and some guy in the background raises his hand and goes, Can I be a Dracula? <laughs> and like, no, you cannot be Dracula. Because Dracula made Blackula. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so fucking funny, dude. So fu- uh, But yeah, no, I think this one, this one's open and shut, my yeah, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Salted Cyclops. You know the saddest part is I'm such a fucking nerd. I think of like Cyclops from the X Men <laughs> because that's cooler. I mean, like, if, it, if it, I mean, if there was going to be an incel, it probably was. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, he pretty much was. Uh, what is it, Gene? Oh, uh, why is it Gene Light me? All I get is some hot Emma Frost. Oh. Uh. Uh. All right, well, let's do it. Let's fucking roll the dice. I think you're right. I, I totally trust you. We're going in all the way. All the way, my friend. No, all the way. All right. Here we go. We're going to go true. We'll, we'll, we'll show them youngins how to celebrate. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my stockings on. <laughs> so we're going to go true that a black woman and civil rights activist from North Carolina befriended and transformed an exalted Cyclops of the KKK while being forced to work with him on school integration. Three, two, one, bam! It is true! Mm. So, credit a 2005 NPR interview with host Michelle Norris. In 1971, Anne Atwater, a black woman and civil rights activist living in poverty in North Carolina, was slated to chair a 10-day community meeting on how to safely integrate the schools. The white Southerners were having a really hard time being a little less racist. And to show their displeasure at the situation, they nominated the highest-ranking KK member their community had to offer to represent them at the meeting. That man was C.P. Ellis, and his title really was Exalted Cyclops for Durham's KKK. I googled what an exalted cyclops. I uh, googled what is an exalted cyclops, and a Slate article really cleared it up for me as follows: The exalted cyclops presides over the council of the centaurs, and ri- oh my god! Okay, hold on. Are you no, fucking- that, <laughs> I- <laughs> but I'm a uh, but I'm a level seven. Sir, it gets fucking worse, dude. Hold on. I'm sorry. I saw some of the words, and my brain just stopped. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me, let me, let's do this. Can you read it in a Colonel Sanders? <laughs> well, I, I suppose. I think uh, that would be appropriate. <clears throat> well, now I just might be a simple Colonel frying chicken. But I believe the exalted Cyclops presides over the Council of the Centaurs and writes quarterly reports to the Grand Giant, Grand Dragon, or Grand Wizard, beard who was ruling at the time, below the Cyclops, <laughs> on the Ogre chart, where the Grand Magi, the Grand Monk, or the Grand... Ext- <laughs> Woof. <laughs> the Grand... Well, that's just some French nonsense. Or the Grand Turk. 
In fact, now I don't think Turks are necessarily white. <laughs> that one, that one seems suspect to old Colonel here. And finally, the rank and file members known as ghouls or knights. But never, and I repeat, never a Dracula. <laughs> For as we all know, Dracula made Blackula. Here, 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 here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> as as now that that's cleared up <laughs> thank you exalted colonel <laughs> now on to item number two <laughs> who, who wants some chicken my 80th birthday party <laughs> is coming up and i've noticed no rsvps <laughs> May I remind you that Hooper, or b- b- uh, Hoover, may be in attendance at this party. <laughs> now, I know I invited him for the last 12 years running, and he has yet to show, but I have on good authority that he's thinking about it. <laughs> I spoke with Miss Bonner. <laughs> My secretary, Miss Bonner, stop snickering in the back. I see you snickering. It's Bonner. It's Bonner, not Boner. <laughs> oh, hold on, I gotta take a second to recover. <laughs> that was difficult. Okay. Oh, fucking dumb. That was, that was ridiculous. What the fuck? Okay, so, and this is per the writer. What a stupid, no, and I say this is per the writer because I back this wholeheartedly. What a stupid fucking way to live your life. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to the amazing Anne Atwater. So this Cyclops motherfucker shows up to these meetings with a machine gun, and Anne shows up with a Bible, which she threatened to hit, uh, with she threatened to hit upside his head if he tried to do anything stupid. Oh, there's more. There's a second page, Joe. They oh, hate God. each other's guts, and the first five days, uh, five days of the ten days, uh, a ten day event were mostly mis, uh, mudslinging and posturing. But they did share a love of Christ and started each meeting with a gospel choir. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fucking A, dude. Where she taught him how to clap properly the way they did at a black church so he wouldn't be out of sync with everybody else. Things really started to change when they started talking to the kids at the schools, uh, schools they were tasked with integrating. They had a job to do. The law demanded it, and the kids were waiting and suffering while they bickered. They cried together peacefully in their... Oh, wait. They cried together peacefully integrating Durham schools and they developed a friendship and partnership that would last a lifetime. C.P. Ellis went from exalted Cyclops to union organizer and civil rights activist with the help of one of one of uh, with the help of one badass woman who took zero shit and was able to soften the hardest of hearts. Three years before her death, she was wheelchair bound, but did not would, but not done fighting the reasons I'm not running on the streets and fighting is because I fell and broke my leg in two places and I'm not able to get out. But I can still holler at folks. And Atwater. What a legend. Damn. Fuck. God, it's so sad that we have to take those people fucking seriously. Dude, look at this guy. Like, it's it, it's like it's funny to joke about because that's just, you know, objectively goofy. And then they, they and then they go commit fucking hate crimes while being like, I'm a shocklock. I'm a... I'm exalted. Show me some respect. I am an exalted right. Cyclops. That's him right there. I preside over the Centaurs. <laughs> Look, I'm on the I'm on the cancer of the Centaurs, and I can cancer up to the Grand Giants. 
Look, I'm in the running to be cast in the new Joker movie. <laughs> My eyes hurt. I think I was laughing too hard. Look, look right here. This is him. That's him right there. That is the dude that thought he was superior in every way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at this. Yeah. I don't even think the tie is tied right. I guarantee you. I guarantee. That's, that's a, a clip, clip on. on he, there, there's no way he knows how to do a double or a single Windsor. Wait. This dude is wearing a clip on tie. <laughs> Well, his, clearly his Cyclops hands can't 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 tie such a delicate fucking yeah. knot. Yeah, let's just be irresponsible. What if a fire broke out and my tie my tie caught fire? How would I dislodge the tie if it was triple or, or double windsored onto my neck? Smart decision, really. <laughs> double windsor? Well, that's it. That sounds far too fancy for a For Cyclops? Oh, shit. He's got two eyes. Categorically, not a Cyclops. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, We got it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> All right. Whew. All right, here we go. Uh, we got a four out of five, dude. We could get a, we could get an assisted five for five on this one. We got a bonus. All right, here we go. Optional bonus. Plus one, or who wore it better? Plus one bonus if you can guess which one is the real eighth wonder of the world. Andre the Giant, B, Helen Keller, or C, Niagara Falls. Isn't there only seven wonders? I I don't know. Andre, um, Andre, Andre. I'm, go- I'm going with no. Ow! Okay, wait. Let's let's do this one. Which one's taller? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's yeah. Of course, that's a <laughs> simple answer. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go Niagara Falls and uh, do what? If, what? If, what? If, but, like, could could Andre the Giant survive it in a barrel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the better question is, who made the barrel big enough to fit Andre the Giant? <laughs> well, clearly that, that he, barrel is the eighth wonder of the this world. Is why he, he had the, he never gotten to the barrel because he'd have to oil up. Yeah, to get in. and he hates baby oil. Right? I, I cannot wash it off. It took oh, it took Niagara Falls to wash off all that baby. That's oil. his shower. <gasps> yeah, fuck. So it has to be the eighth wonder of the world. It's the only thing tall enough to shower. Yes, the eighth wonder of the world. Niagara Falls, aka Andre the Giant shower. I think we got our answer. Obviously. We got our answer. All we right, here this. we go. We're going to go see Niagara Falls. Three, two, one, bam. No eighth one of the world has been officially declared. Therefore, I will accept Andre the Giant or Helen Keller. We chose the wrong answer. I, <clears throat> I told I you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, I thought there was only seven, but whatever. Fuck it. I stand by our Andre the Giant shower. I, I mean, what's more impressive, Andre the Giant or the thing that kept him fucking sparkling? The thing legs? that washed all that yeah. goddamn baby oil off of him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he spent so much money on plane tickets to go to New York. <laughs> <coughs> He's like, I get to shower like once a month. Right. <laughs> Please stop using baby oil. <laughs> like, ooh, people keep thinking, people keep taking pictures of me thinking I'm Sasquatch. Ooh, brother, 
The, the baby oil is antimicrobial. It keeps you clean and smooth. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, we did it. Four out of five. That is that is a good score. It was, it's not It's not bad. It's not this too bad. a solid score for the Allegedly podcast, for sure. Um, Above average. You want to close this one out? Well, I do declare that brings us to the end of our program today. But fear not, you can catch us every Monday, wherever you are listening to your podcast right now. And if you choose to follow our humble beginnings, do so on all the social medias at Allegedly, or get a hold of us at Allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. And if you like for me to stop doing terrible impressions of Southerners, tune in next week, and maybe I will. But until next time, I shall see you around at my 80th birthday party. Alright, get a, get a file on this guy. This is like the seventh letter he sent me to close out this podcast, so... What is a podcast? Yeah. I don't understand. I think it's terrorist talk. He's probably a cross-dresser. So put that in his file, too. <laughs> there was some shit about centaurs in there, too. I don't know what the fuck they that have, is. may have dragons, mythical beasts, and uh, we don't have the magic to combat them. So please go and check this out. But they clearly hate Draculas. Yeah. Maybe we can form an alliance with the Draculas. Ha 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 ha!